Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Sunday, May 8th. Let me ask you a question. Are you struggling to present the strengths and capabilities of your company to your clients? If you are, Bloom, all I ask you to do is reach out to our friends at Mechdyne. Check out the Iowa State Athletics shiny new Stark Performance Center. And that is, that's Mechdyne. Like that, that's the perfect example. If you've driven by that and you've seen the audio, you don't see audio, but you see the visuals. If you go in there, if you've taken the tour, or even if not, if you've seen the shiny pictures, that is Mechdyne. It has a built showcase of audio visual setups for many Iowa companies. Does it all over, not only the state, the country, the world. And Mechdyne can help you out, too. It's beautiful. Companies of all sizes. Go to Mechdyne.com. Check them out today. They are the proud sponsor of the Williams & Bloom Sunday Night Podcast. We're starting this thing off at 925, a Cody Road Deep. Let's fire up some English. Happy Mother's Day. How was your Mother's Day weekend, Bloom? It was good. I, I went to Classy Brunch Place this morning with my mom. and Oh, not Classy Brunch. Uh, classy Brunch at IHOP in Waukee. <laughs> you say that, though. They make it mean It breakfast. was really good, I, actually. Like, I don't, I'm, have you I, ever not I, been satisfied I, at an IHOP? I, I was just telling my wife, I mean, you know what? For $10, yeah. that's better than going to the fast food place anymore. My daughter, my daughter Cameron's obsessed with IHOP. She, my, she, it's like uh, it's like Red Lobster to her. Well, my kids, they like they won't eat anything except pancakes. Like they Dude, love pancakes. My daughter is the same way. Anything with whipped cream. She, I mean, my my kid hasn't had a full meal in probably his entire life, Everett, and he he had like two helpings of pancakes. Like, what is going on with him? Unbelievable. So yeah, it was actually really enjoyable. That's great. Yeah. Uh, good for the Bloom family. Uh, glad that you all. Uh, <laughs> happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. At a uh, kind of a relax, and it wasn't relaxing. My my daughter, she's in the into choir, into chorus. It's okay. like a. It would be considered like uh, AAU. Like it's not a school function thing. It's like not, outside of that. Not but the uh, not the AAU as in. The controversy that we stated no, recently. No, actually, we should talk about that at some point because I don't think a lot of people understand that, um, and I know I don't. No, so she had her big concert on Saturday. Smoked me a little Iowa pork. Uh, made me some pulled pork for the family. Very nice. Um, and then today, you know, it kind of rained, so took it be outside. Uses yeah. an excuse to kind of lay around and uh, get a little get a little book work done for. Cyclone fanatic, and, and this that I'm like been, three months behind on. So here we are. The quietest Iowa State athletics week since oh. before last football season, probably right. It has been a quiet week. Now there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Behind the but scenes, there hasn't been any real newsy. Basketball news. is very hush hush yes. right now. Uh, and um, anyway, so yeah, you're right. And it, this was the first time 
Believe it or not, Bloom, I always put show rundowns together. <gasps> For real, I do. Yeah, um, very prepared. This was the first time that I can remember in a year. Yeah, it's I don't been know, a while, right? Where, that I texted Bloom and I was like, hey, do you have anything you want to talk about? Because it, it really is like we could do basketball recruiting, but there's just not enough solid information out there that we can openly talk about. Another plug for the premium board there. Um, so we decided that we're going to go kind of football heavy here. And again, um, we're recording this Monday, late late Sunday night. Uh, sometime on Monday, I'm going to release my two deep projections for the upcoming football season. And Bloom, I have to do this every year for the Athlon magazine, and it's always due in April, which is somewhat tricky Last year was the easiest one I've ever done. Sure. Uh, because it was like, well, I could name that too deep in my sleep. And the transfer era hadn't really started for football yet. Correct. that waiver hadn't passed. This year oh my God. was a train wreck. And still is. Yeah, I mean, it, it really, and, and I thought we could kind of go through this here Perfect. together. Now, the the way I do this, I'm, I don't really, I'm not like blindfolded here. I mean, I'm using my sources and asking questions but a lot of these here like well i i try not put i try to not put the or because that's kind of a cop out like yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm taking a stab out here do that right um but there's so many questions here especially with the uh, defense and some of the departures and the secondary but i thought we could kind of go through it quickly go through the schedule quickly and do a little primer post spring football i was thinking about this uh we were going to talk about football because we really haven't spent much time at all on football, Chris, because the basketball season was way more successful than, than anticipated. Yeah. The football season kind of ended in the middle of that. And then the transfer portal NIL stuff took off during the middle of spring football. So we really get to spend a whole lot of time on football, but it's a perfect time now. But I was, I was thinking, you know, I love analogies. Not as much as Jeff Woody, but I still love analogies. Woody's the master I mean, of He analogy. just loves analogies. Last year, really, 20, the 2021 football season was like preparing for your wedding day. It's like the, 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 the floor was still really high. Like you knew things were going to be great no matter what. But I'm anxious to see where this is going. But you also had these expectations were like, man... I hope this goes well. And if it if, if it wasn't perfect, then it was still, I mean, great, you got married, but still, you know. And that's, I think, last year. It wasn't perfect, clearly. By some accounts, it was a disappointment. But yet, you still won seven games for only the, you know, eighth, ninth time in school history. This year, the expectations all over the place. This is like the bachelor party year. <laughs> you know, like, it could go... You could have real high-end fun unexpectedly, or it could just go off the rails. Like, we're not really... I don't think it'd go off the rails. And most bachelor parties don't go off the rails. Well. Well. <laughs> but I just... I think that's kind of what we're looking at, where there you, you the floor was so high last year. And Iowa State largely got to the floor. I mean, I did the numbers today, and this amazed me. Okay? This is... this I, I put this out on Twitter Sunday night. You, I don't thought... You've probably been seeing this yet. There are three Power 5 teams, C-Dub, that finished in the top 18 in the nation in yards for play on offense and top 21 in yards for play on defense. Three Power 5 teams, they were Georgia, Alabama, Iowa State. Mm. One of those teams won seven games last year. The others played in the national championship. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you look at Mm -hmm. that and you go, gosh, Iowa State's the metrics. And I know yards per play, we had that conversation over and over again. It's not the end-all, be-all. Uh, it does not take into account luck, turnovers, and special teams, mm. which clearly Iowa State was a negative yeah. in all three of those categories in a big way last year. But the point is, the metrics were still pretty good, so I think if you put your analytic hat on, you go, gosh, if Iowa State can turn around some of those intangibles, yeah, I wouldn't call special teams necessarily an intangible. You know what I'm saying here. At this point, no, because they've struggled there. Correct. So, yeah, and and we can argue if turnovers and stuff are intangibles or they're they're control tr- controllable. I yada, think they're yada. intangibles. But uh, but I, my point is, but I, think I but I fight with a lot of people about that. If, so if you look at, there are a lot of question marks on this roster. But if you look at Iowa State's trajectory, still from a a, a metric point from offense and defense combined. Iowa State is one of the elite programs in college football. Just from a metrics, 
both in the top 25. Which is why last year when the record wasn't great, they were still in the top like 20 and like. And they uh, were always favored. Yeah, all the indexes. Yeah, and yeah. they were always favored. So, yeah. yes. Now, I am curious where Iowa State will be placed in this continuum because the metrics still look pretty good, even with some of the new faces. But yet, largely disappointment last year at 7-5 and five, and so many people that left last year, either graduation or, or transfer portal, et cetera. So, my point being, this, is, this year is completely wide open. This is the my, most wide open air, year for the Campbell era since the 2017 uh, when Lanning went to linebacker. Like, I think there's that many unknowns this year. And it could be great like that year. That was a, that was a bachelor party that was great. Yeah. Um, but it could, I don't know. I mean, I think the Big 12 is super fascinating this could, year. We, it could, could be tough. Could end up with the walk of shame. It could be, maybe. I mean, you, you, could, you might end up outside uh, the lumber yard at 4 in the morning with, with no ride. All right. Um, let's, that's, that's good. Well done. I, just, I, just think I, I didn't I, see that coming. No, I just think it's a really fun year. I, I am, I am as interested in this football season. Last year was just no, you were good. almost you were scared. You're almost scared last year because if it didn't go perfectly, was that your chance? But I think this year will be more fun for everybody. I want to run through the depth yeah, chart, yeah, please, and then um, we'll do the schedule next because I think we're going to disagree on where the over under should be. Yes, um, quarterback. I went. Pretty simple here. Deckers and uh, Betch. Betch? Becht. 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 Rocco. I don't think anybody's going to fight me on those. Yeah, Deckers is the clear number one yep. and, and by all accounts had a great spring. Running back, I went Brock. And I put Eli Sanders there based on the Deion Silas injury. Uh, I did hear that Cartavius Norton could push. He's the freshman. Yeah, he's the freshman who's on campus now in the spring. He could push. Campbell doesn't like to roll out brand new running backs, though. So I would, I mean, he's proven that time and time again. I would be shocked if it's anybody but Jirel, but I think it'll be a lot more, a lot more of a running back by committee this year, clearly. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you don't think it's just Jirel? I just don't. Plug and play. I do not. All right. Um, tight end is tough because uh, I, I it's think really tough. This would have a, this would be like three oars, I believe. I went Easton Dean, Tyler Moore, one, two. Okay. And then in the fullback spot, I went Jared Rust, Deshaun Hanica. I think that um, if they came out with one today, it would go Dean or Moore or Hanica. And something to keep in mind here, does Iowa State go more traditional wide receiver-wise this year? Sure and seems not, like it. not as many tight ends. Uh, sure seems like it. be a big like question it. mark for me for Tom Manning this offseason. Wide receiver M... I have Jalen Knoll and Daniel Jackson. Jackson had a good spring. Now we they keep, like him. We keep saying that name, and he, he pops up every once in a while, like right now, always. Where everyone's like, oh, Daniel Jackson's have been pretty good, and then he he gets to fall and he gets dinged up, which has been most of the problem. Or he has like last year just didn't show really until late in the year, and he came on late, but not in time to replace some of those guys. So if he could figure it out, man, I think the the upside's there. Wide receiver X, uh, Xavier Hutchinson, Darren Wilson Jr., and wide receiver Z, Sean Shaw, and Greg Gaines. Love the fact Hutchinson's back. I mean, if you think about oh, it's so big, big. He's, especially he just, with the tight end situation absolutely. that you just referenced, he's just a steady, solid, and somebody that Deckers can just rely on. I think he's going to have a great year, and then Greg Gaines, as advertised. X is also now a member of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. It's a it's an honorary club. Did you listen to the? first I haven't one yet. yet. I yeah. need to. I'm need sorry. To, I need no, to need, tune that in. You need to check it it's out. On my he, commute tomorrow. He is a plus guy. Yeah, a plus guy for sure. I think that I've made a big discovery here. <laughs> I think that he's going to be a rock star I've, in the media. I really do. I told him I was like, man. You keep working on this, like you could be a color guy. You're really good. Well, you can tell he's, when he's, guys are in college, right? Like if they're oh. going to be really good or not. I'm like you've had you've had a handful that you've kind of mentored through the years yeah. while they were in college. Yeah, Niang, uh, Woody, Woody uh, trying to think some others recently, but you can you have a X, pretty good idea. X is is has a chance to be as good as any of those. He's guys. He's really good, and I, I told him on this podcast, I was like, yeah, I don't even really care like what anybody says after the game. I just want to know what you think because I know that you're going to actually tell the truth. It's just – I think that's, it, it's, that's a really neat pickup for, 
Right. I mean, great to showcase his talents to the Cyclone. I believe too. Anthony Johnson will be his first guest coming up on the pod. Another Hopefully. outstanding guy. Yep. Um, so yeah, I yeah, I think the wide receiver is pretty straightforward there with the three starters. Yeah, and you just. Gaines, uh, hopefully Gaines continues to work and continues to develop because he has a chance to, you know, I thought, I thought Noel, if you think of, this is crazy and to me. The kid from Colorado should be in the mix here too. Yeah, the, the, the transfer, transfer from Colorado. And, what and, is, we got to find his name. Hold on. Uh, but I think, you know, the, what, what people might be surprised by, would you say Jalen Noel had a good year last year? I mean, yeah, I, I think he did. I don't think his numbers were... Which I thought Fire. I would say that, but he had the third most receptions ever by a freshman at Iowa State. Last oh, okay, year. yeah, but I, if, there 30, you go, thirty-six. But yeah, I mean, I, I think he had a good year, I think, I, and that he really came on the last four games. He was pretty productive. He, I mean, he, the fact that they're putting him back there, like punt return and stuff, like is that? What did he do? Punt return? He did. At yeah, times. Yep. I mean, but the trust factor that they would put a true freshman back there tells you all you need to know. Dimitri Stanley is, there you go. is the Colorado Dimitri. receiver that's going to play. Yeah, I think he'll be in this mix yes, somewhere. Yep. I, but I, I don't know. Former I did, four star recruit. Yeah, I didn't know where to put him them. on there, but I think he would be an or with one of these spots. It, he he could maybe even slip into the starting Z spot. I mean, Shaw's hard because it's just he's hurt all the time, right? Yep. Like, yeah, we just haven't seen it, a lot there. Stanley's a, a, a smaller receiver, okay. so six foot one. So that's not a great fit then, but. He also did some punt returns for yep. Colorado. So pretty dynamic guy. He's a, he's a lot more like Noel than he would be a Shaw. All right. So here's where I went on the offensive line, and the, I mean this. Am is, I, should I be? I think I'm excited for the offensive line. Should I? Is that? Is that? I'll say should I this. Not say that. Well, no. I I think it's fine. Um, should, or should I ever be excited for the offensive line? Like, should we know better by now? <laughs> I no. I'm fine with it. Here's why. Because I I'm truly like bought into the analysis we all had after the bowl game where you watched a lot of these young guys play and whatever Clemson was this year, I don't know, but I know they got real dudes up front. That's a fact. And Iowa State had guys stepping in there and like they, they, held, they held, held their own. They did. And I would have loved to see that game with Brees with, you know, it full, full go. But I, I'll say this, like, and I, I just, I've been, Talked to, to the coaches enough to know that they think that the second level of lineman that they brought in has a different ceiling, and that's where these guys are now. Like where it, they're they've they've developed, and now it's their time to shine. So I think you're. I think it's fine to be like I, I love Tyler Miller. I think I'm excited about the offensive line. I like. I do too. I think and it's Miller's... no offense to Sean Foster, but like we we saw his we saw his saw his max. For a long time, yeah. and he and he did it well, and he was fine. But I think these other guys have higher ceilings. Now, will they reach that? Well, that's the whole developmental program thing. But when you look up and down, yeah, go r- run through them because I've got some thoughts. Well, it's like the fact that you're not starting freshmen. These are all right. guys who are three years in the program. Right. I have Tyler Miller, um, redshirt sophomore at left tackle, with the JUCO James Neal backing him up. Okay. Who, by the way, I've heard is had a really good spring. Same. Uh, Jared Hufford at left guard, uh, redshirt junior. I have Brady Peterson, the redshirt sophomore, behind him. Downing at center sounds like it's been a great move. Yes. It's his natural NFL spot if he makes it. Um, I have Doge Souser behind him. The Is it Dodge? I think it's Dodge. Dodge. Yeah. He's uh, an Iowa kid, right? Doge. Why would I have just called him Doge? Doge coin. You're probably right. Probably, I, my, probably mind's on, You're my mind's on Elon. <laughs> Uh, I have Daryl Simmons at right guard, Zach Ross backing him up. Okay. And I have Jake Rimsburg at right tackle with Grant Triber backing him up. And like Rimsburg was a big loss last Huge year. Huge loss. I was just going to say that. You know? he, he played maybe as well as any of the linemen did in the, in the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. And he got hurt and he never played last year. I don't think he played at all. So that was a big loss. Big loss. And so they always, last year, I still remember the conversation. It was before the Baylor game, and I was doing the coach's show, and we're just talking to Matt, and like, Matt, how, what do you think of your line right now? And he goes, well, trying hard, I got five guards out there. <laughs> so He said that on the air? Uh, but yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> 
but it's just so it's just kind of like I was, that's what I was just gonna make the point. Is this the best? You actually have tackle tackles. combo. I think of so. the Campbell era. It's of the Campbell era for sure because yeah. you had Foster. I mean, nothing gets Foster, but it was been Foster. He was and, a fine player. I'm not. Did, uh, he he would have started for a lot of Iowa State teams over the years, but I think that. I mean, you, yeah. Who we, else did you have a tackle over the years? Just not not a lot of high end talent. I think this is the best tackle combo. Could be the best center. It, yep. it depending. Downings, I'm just saying. Upside. I thought really Simmons. High. I don't think he graded He's out had his moments. Yeah, he didn't grade out that well last year, but agree. he was phenomenal as a freshman. And then Hufford. Hufford has been really good sometimes. Other times he hasn't been as good. Like he was not very good in the Oklahoma game, but he was pretty good against K State when he got that start. You know, they ran behind him when when Brees broke the long one. So Triber, I thought too, was they they were really high yes, on him early on. So. Yeah, and he hasn't he hasn't made an impact yet. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's a I think it's a group that you actually have a couple tackles, which is an improvement from last year. Again, hampered a little bit by injury last season. And let's see, uh, you know, you missed some st- some stalwarts there. I mean, Schweiger was was really solid, and you, you've had some guys that have spent a lot of time, so some new faces. But I think that upside's a lot higher with this group. All right, uh, we'll get to the defense here in a minute. I want to give a shout out to my friends at Country Landscapes. Um, they Right now, they're looking for help. They're they're looking for, like a lot of industries. They're they're looking for landscapers. They need they need help across the board. They offer really nice starting salaries. I mean, forty thousand dollars a year plus. They're all over the great state of Iowa, and I can personally vouch for them. Bloom, did you know that they did all the landscaping in front of my house? I did not know that. Yeah, all of it. And then I called them a couple years later, and I was like, "Hey, could you do some more?" And then they did more to it, and then they came and replanted some trees for me last nice. year. Or not some shrubs, more not trees, but shrubs, because I didn't like. They were the. Long story short, I had done half of it. They had done half of it, and the part that I did, it's like, nah, it's not looking very good. Can you come and let's replace get the professionals? That? Yeah. So then they came and they came and did it. But I always like to, if you get a tax return, I don't get one anymore, unfortunately, because I do too much 1099 stuff. Gotcha. I, I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, the yeah, freaking yeah. 1099 stuff kills well, you. Well, you're not paying on. You're not paying up front. Yeah. Anyways, um, I used to do that all the time when I would get a tax return. I'd always try and put it back into my house. I think it's a good it's move. A good investment. I would uh, encourage you to go to countrylandscapes.com. That that's actually a really good point. Like, what's going to separate you in the housing market? Yeah. Rates are going up. Absolutely. You get a good yard in addition to everything else. So that could be a big difference maker. Plus, it's always great to have a nice yard. I uh, Yeah, absolutely. Go check them out. Countrylandscapes.com. They do really, really good work. And, again, I They're just thought. Based out of Ames? Yeah, they're based out of Ames, but they have uh, locations all over Outstanding. all over the state. They've really grown up over the last 15 years or so. They've been around for like 40 years. Uh, good cycling people there as well. All right, the uh, too deep for the defense. Here's what I've got. This is pretty tough. When you get after the D-line, it, 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 it gets kind of strange. All right, yeah. defensive end, I have Will McDonald. Who? Yeah. Uh, and then I had the Minnesota transfer MJ Anderson. Yep. Behind him. Yep. Uh, nose guard Isaiah Lee, who has been outstanding since November on. Yep. So he really, if you look at his production level, really in, good player. in the Clemson game, he was probably I would say it's best defensive lineman in the Clemson game. Really good player. Yep. So excited for him. I, I think the D line is going to be just fine. I agree. Uh, Jr. Singleton behind him, the redshirt sophomore. Uh, D end, I have the defensive or the redshirt junior Blake Peterson and Tyler on on Yadim on Yadim, the redshirt freshman. I also have heard that this Dominique Orange is insane. Oh, that's the true freshman. Yeah, he. I heard he's insane. I like that. Insane. Four star recruit out of Kansas City, yep. I believe. Uh, so there you go. That, that's what I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that the D line is going to be just fine. It'll be all, uh, again, Lee and Singleton have played a lot of snaps. Peterson really came on at the end of last year. Um, and I, I've heard on Yadim on, I think I'm getting that right. It's the name since fall camp last season. So upside's really high there. And I'd be surprised if orange is okay. See, I haven't heard that mix, yet. Even so as a, even as a true freshman. You'd like to see Howard Brown kind of sneak in yeah, there uh, a little he's, bit he's, at some point. I don't know much. He's but. had further to go. Yep. Um, linebacker. Uh, weak side, 
Gary Vaughn, redshirt senior. Had a really nice season last year. Uh, with Jacob Ellis backing him up. Okay. Sophomore. Uh, middle linebacker, Orion Vance. But it's great to have him back. I have Mil- I have Will McLaughlin, McLaughlin, the freshman, behind him. He was on campus. It's the, it's the Harlan Cyclone, I believe. Hey, speaking of that, yeah. uh, can we do a cheers to our guy, Ron Novotny? Cheers. Cheers, Ron. All right, cheers to Cody friend. Road to yeah. Ron Novotny, who, believe it or not, was a mentor of Ryan Burchett from Mississippi River Distilling Company, who makes Cody Road. Wow. Ryan was a media guy before he got into bourbon. Novotny was his first mentor, who gave him a gave him a gave him his first job, I believe. Is that so? Novotny was the longtime voice of Harlan Athletics at KNOD Radio. KNOD. Ron Novotny was there for God, I don't know how many years, but he, when I worked at KMA in Shenandoah, Novotny kind of took me under his wing and helped me like with the stuff that like is awful, like setting up phone lines. And back in the day, we used to have to believe this. This will be crazy for people now. Every time we would go and broadcast a game, yeah, you we had would to call the te- the phone company. I had to call the telephone company for the town that we were going to go and broadcast in, and then they would go and set up the phone line. And then they, and then we would have to call like a week later and or after the season to cancel it. To cancel it. It yeah, and now it's all internet based. Yeah, but like that was a that was that's a how terrible, you got on the air. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you had to plug into the phone line, and then God forbid, like when you got there, you just prayed that that phone line worked, and half the time they didn't. Especially when you went down into Missouri, it didn't work with our equipment. I once called a called a quadruple b- basketball header on my cell phone from Northwest Missouri one day. That was one of the worst days of my life. But Rod Novotny, um, what, a lot of those old sportscasters can be dicks. There, and there were a few. Yeah, but Rod Novotny was the single nicest dude. Like He always was kind and just had a smile on his yeah. face, and he passed away last week. And when We brought up Will here. I yeah. thought that was a good time no, to give him great. a shot. No, I, you, you got to meet him, right? I, I did a couple of times. I mean, Harlan was always... In yeah. the state tournament for football and basketball. And so in Novotny, I loved it. I mean, the guy, honestly, one of my favorite stories about working with you down there is in small towns, the radio play-by-play guy <laughs> is, like, really important. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I know there's people listening to this in Harlan that absolutely are like, man, oh, this is a they huge They feel like they loss. lost, they lost yeah. a family member. Because the guy was there for 40 years. Yeah. Um, no, my, my favorite story, and people, it's kind of amazing, my first road trip, and I was I was from the you know the big suburbs in Des Moines, and my first road trip was to Bedford, Iowa, mm-hmm. which is right there on Highway Two for a, a volleyball. Bedford's a great yeah. place, Taylor County. Yep, and so I, I went there. I'm thinking I've never been in a town like this in my life. <laughs> well, no, you walk into Bedford. It's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you've been to Bedford, yeah, you've been to Bedford now. Yeah. And so, it's not anyway, exactly I'm, the I'm setting up classiest joint. To your point, I'm paranoid about the phone line because, like, does this place have electricity? Does it have running water? <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out this phone line situation, and this um. old woman starts walking up the stairs to my perch <laughs> in Bedford. You yeah. know the perch? Oh yeah. <laughs> Those are kind of scary to climb up with your gear. Some the one in trainer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the one in trainer right. is seriously dangerous. We, we paid our dues oh. over the years. Yes, we have. Uh, and so, oh. walking up to the, or I'm at the perch. I'm setting up, and I'm 23. And I'm like, I don't know anybody in this godforsaken town. Just get me out of here. Like, what if I? Matt, done? you were already an elitist. You already thought I you were was. better than all I, of us. Yeah, I, 100. And this woman, this older woman, comes up. And I'm like, is she carrying a bucket of chicken? <laughs> <laughs> she brought me a bucket of chicken yeah. and two pies from the local yeah, cafe. I know that place. I've been there a bunch of times. It's really good. And it was because I got to find out what that place is K- called. We if, gotta... if KMA radio is coming to cover our volleyball match, you at least deserve some pies and a bucket of chicken, sir. Welcome to, and she knew I was my first week on the job. That, she had been listening and she wanted to welcome me to Bedford. That place is the junction cafe, the junction cafe. It's, it is that was freaking it. amazing. If you're ever in Taylor County, Iowa, you have to go there. And so, but the food is unreal. But people like Ron Novotny got the star treatment oh. everywhere he would go in Western Iowa, and well deserved. He was a legend and RIP, my friend. I don't exactly look great now. If I would have had that job, I would weigh oh 300 gosh, pounds. They just by treated now. you, yeah. I mean, you you get cookies everywhere, everywhere you went. like just yeah. Honestly, they, I got better treatment 
in Southwest Iowa, and I mean this in the most respectful way, than when you go around the Big Twelve now. Oh God, it's not even close. Yeah. So I mean, just there's so, so for those up, like, up and coming uh, broadcasters, it's not always the glamorous. No. Now most people in the be, like they're annoyed with the media now. 15 years ago, like people appreciated coverage. The now they're like, oh, yeah. we just have our own Twitter feed. Yeah. We don't need you. That's what it feels but, like. Uh, honestly, you were, you were, and you still are. I think there's some sort of appeal to the, the small town radio newspaper person, too, even if you're getting paid nothing, Absolutely. which those people aren't. Ron Novotny, yeah. man, uh, lost an icon this week. So there you go. Uh, Will McLaughlin will carry the uh, Harlan Cyclone. The little Cyclone torch. Right. Torch. No, Ames. they are the Harlan Cyclones, not the Little Cyclones. They're the Harlan Cyclones, yeah. yeah. The Little Cyclones are Ames. Uh, and just for for tonight, uh, the the real voice of the Cyclones. Sorry, Mister Walters. Uh, <laughs> That's Ron right. Novotny, I think man. John would appreciate that. Yeah, I bet John's crossed paths yeah, with him. Everybody, everybody who's Ron in this Novotny. industry has crossed paths with Ron Novotny before. Do you have Reader in the in the two deep? I he's my starting um, he's my starting SLB. Yeah. Yep. And then I got uh, Carson Willich, another freshman behind him. So Reader's the transfer from Delaware. I'm gonna cool. Be, I'm be really good. I'm cool with the starting three. Uh, we've got a lot of questions behind. Got a lot of questions. A lot of questions. And then the secondary got really weird on us in the last ten days. So this is my best stab at it. Uh, both Freiler and Mason Chambers at the MS, uh, at the FS. We've got um, Anthony Johnson. I put Blake Thompson, the JUCO, Juco. behind him. Okay. Just got a new another guy yesterday. Yes, uh, I don't know where he would fit in. I don't know either. Is he next year? Yes. I have. I heard Malik Verdon's pretty Tra- good. Travion McGee. He'll be a safety. I need to check on him. I don't know where. I mean, he his his other offers came from Jacksonville State in Eastern Kentucky. All right, then. I mean, but he's not big. The, not mean, that six, they can't develop no, right, him, right. but I just. 6'4", 190 from Independence CC, which Even, is which is best known. Did you watch the Netflix series? I've heard about it. Yeah. Now I don't think no, Travion played it. for that guy, yeah. but it was it was uh, man. People who've watched that know what I'm talking about Malik Verdon or Verdon Verdon Verdon. I have him ahead of Trevon Howard at BS Who's the freshman. Yes, again. So like Verdon and hasn't really played. Neither is Verdon. Yes, yeah, so you got a couple freshmen there. Yep. That and that would have been the Craig McDonald spot. Yes. I mean, who knows? Like that, I'd rather I would rather be young back there than up front. Hundred percent. That is a that is a, been there, done that too many times in the Rhodes era. Correct. I would rather be young up uh, in the back end. Yep. But I think the corners are good. The corners so. are really good, and boy, it's nice to have Anthony Johnson back there at free safety. Yep. So the corners would be Miles Purchase yep. and. TJ Tampa as your starters. I have Darian Porter and Tavon Kyle backing up. It, Kyle has played a lot of football. The, and Kyle's, uh, from all accounts, it's a really neat story that'll be told sometime, I'm sure, this fall. And Kyle, uh, uh, I think it's probably known. I mean, it should be known. Had, was either left the football program at one point a year and a half ago or was going to leave, stuck it out, and has now turned it around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now he's one of the high character perseverance guys that they're really happy with. So I think it's, it's a cool. neat it's a neat story. I mean you 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 remember the Lima story where Lima left right Lima at one point left Iowa State because it wasn't going well. Mm-hmm. Um, then came back and then asserted himself and on and on. I think the Trayvon Kyle story again you're not going to hear a lot about a backup corner, but it is the perfect example of somebody in this new era of name image and likeness and the transfer era who said screw it, I'm going to stay with it. I'm going to work on myself and I'm going to get better. And I hope his story gets told in a good way this fall. Kicker and punter are a total toss-up, too. I didn't even think about the kicker and the punter. Who we got? I have Tyler Bittman, a redshirt freshman, kicking. Is that the kid from Ohio? Yes. Or is that No, the punter's from Ohio. Tyler Perkins is from yeah, Ohio. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, that's the punter. He's, the, he's not on campus yet. Okay. Who's the punter list? I was right told now? that there's three guys... Um, who could be the kicker, and they're just going to let it play out in the fall? We got spoiled, honestly. Of all the, uh, of all the a Sally man, a Sally, and then Mevis. Yeah, Mevis was outstanding last year. I, I was told that both kicking spots oh, are boy. going to play out in the fall, oh, including boy. the punters. I'm so. already nervous, everybody. What <laughs> could go wrong? Well, I mean, we're going to be going for it on fourth down a lot. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> Analytics, Campbell. Let's go, buddy. So that I'm just telling you, I put Tyler Bittman and Tyler Perkins, the I two Tylers. I mean, whatever. I have zero analysis to give here. But Is Corey Dunn's finally gone, right? Corey Dunn's gone. All right. Um, Cameron Shook will be in the mix. Okay. And then Big Garbarini. Okay. He's a punter. Okay. Uh, Keegan Shackford. The, you're you're like you, these are just made up names in, in Madden, but for me right now, like I don't. <laughs> no. So anyway, hey, about, we, we we got spoiled last year. We knew I'll, everybody. This is this is what a normal <laughs> depth chart in May looks like. like. We we haven't had it for a few. I, years. Have you seen the movie Major League? Yeah, I have and, actually. And it's the, you know they're playing that that song, and then uh, and then the, the, the folks are talking at the the cafe. The Junction the, Cafe. Who the f are these guys? <laughs> Feels like what we're talking about here. What about punt returner, kick returner? Uh, I just blindly put Noel and yeah. Hutchison. Yeah, I think that's good. And I have this Stanley uh, from Colorado is going to be in the mix. Yeah. Uh, but Nolan Hutchinson are my, my two guys. Um, and I, I don't know if they'll even let Xavier return kicks, but I think that I was told put him back up, so I did what I was told. Anyways, okay. That's interesting. Again, it's like it's it fun. could be really good. It could be really good. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, there's not, literally more uncertainty for this team than anyone since that 17 team, which turned out to be an awesome year, maybe one of the more enjoyable years in Iowa State history. Let's take a really quick timeout, and then we will come back and roll through the schedule and see what um, what we think about that. Before we do that, I want to thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. GravitateCoworking.com is where you can find information on uh, all the meeting spaces that our guy Jeff Wood has put together for you. So Downtown, East Village, Windsor Heights, Cedar Falls, and Jefferson. Uh, I, I wanted because I'm sure Jeff has seen this show, but I, I on my on my flight this week I started watching uh, We Crashed on Apple TV Plus. You're what? Is it about flights? No, it's about no, that no. That's like, a bad hit. Good point. Everything about that. No, it's about uh, it's about WeWork, the company WeWork, and its founder Adam Newman, which gravitate. Gravitates a little bit like we work without the the psychotic eccentric leader because Jeff is very normal unlike Adam Newman. That's a compliment, Jeff. There you go. But similar concept. So I you would enjoy it actually. Uh, I, I give it the Bloom recommendation. We we crashed on Apple TV Plus. <laughs> All right, do that and then go to gravitatecoworking.com. Yeah, because Gravitate does it the right and way. I'm like. You just, Adam Newman. You just heard me yawn. If you have your own office at Gravitate Coworking, you can take a nap. There's some uh, nobody's gonna know. Well, at, at at least at WeWork, based on the on this this TV show, there were some um, shenanigans going on. They got Wi-Fi. They of course they have Wi-Fi, but they claim to have lightning fast Wi-Fi. Well, no other Fiber. way. No other way. Uh, free coffee, phone booths. They got phone booths. You need to take a call. You go into your booth. Sync by a Zoom call. Yeah, I mean, you don't want that no. guy, that web developer, peering over your shoulder. Ooh. Boom! You got a phone booth. You go to the phone booth. Ooh. All right, gravitatecoworking.com. That's where you'll check that out. And a real quick shout-out to my friends at the Iowa Clinic, theiowaclinic.com. I'm going to be doing my uh, Doc Talk series interviews coming up this week. I always look forward to that, meeting some of the great providers at the Iowa Clinic. It's currently 10 o'clock in the p.m. and zero patients waiting at urgent care (laughs) in West Des Moines and Ankeny. That's because they're not open. But coming up bright and early tomorrow, you you can't get into your doctor? Get into the urgent care, baby. Save I don't that, even that copay. want to think about how much time I spent in that Ankeny urgent care spot this winter. Holy crap. I spent a lot of time there. Anyways. Keep it um, open. Okay, so you did – I have not really done a lot of schedule breakdown. I think it's it's outstanding setup for a young, unknown football team. I Real quick, I, gotta, I have to be honest about set, something man. here. Yeah. I'm going to miss the Cy-Hawk game. Now, I haven't gone to Iowa City. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you're, like, like why? Like, this better be a good reason. Well. We're due. <laughs> that, that is so true. I'm going to be so pissed. Um, I haven't gone to Iowa City since 
the last, uh, since I got that Milwaukee's best thrown at me, and the mm-hmm. guy called me the homophobic slur. Mm-hmm. It get, starts with an F. I think people got it. And then I yeah. smelled like Milwaukee's best in the all day box. long, which was bad because I'm no, I swear I wasn't drinking. Guys, a, a frat boy threw this at me. Do you think he listened to your radio program? I don't know, but he was not a fan of me. Yeah. Uh, my my niece, not my niece. She's young enough to be my niece. My cousin Tara is getting married. <sighs> Tara, what are we doing? Well, but she doesn't. She's a Penn State grad. Her and that's her t- the, your man, fam- that's good. Hey, her, I admire your family first. Her and her two uh, brothers are both Penn State grads. My uncle is a Clarinda guy. Where's the wedding? It's in North Carolina, Outer Banks, North Carolina. Oh, that's good. That's good on the place. beach. And I am gonna go. I I I might be the Reverend. I think I'm gonna be the Reverend. Okay. Put on my Reverend William shoes. Are you betting a, a thousand still? Yeah, they're all still married. Okay. All still married. Okay. Doing well, actually. Great. Groves just had a baby not that long ago. Awesome. Yep. You know, Brian, like, so, uh, so uh, the the Jankowskis have now have now have a child. Yeah. And then the the other couple of couples are still together. Okay. So. Well, all right. Well, but I'm I'm kind of like in this mode right now where just take the hands off the wheel and let the kids run Cyclone Fanatic, and I'll just keep Well, the, you've been bad luck covering the thing anyway. And I'm tired, like, of that's working a, all the time. That's an exhausting game. So, um, anyways, I was like, well, I'm going to go out to North Carolina. She's getting married on a Friday on the right. 9th. So, I, I'm getting a beach house, and I'm going to watch the Cyhawk game with my dad from this beach house and my uncle and whoever – and I figure if Iowa State Things wins, we're just, we're just going to have a hell of a party. Yeah, we're turning around already. I feel it. We're going to have a party in North Carolina. That's what my plan because is. Because honestly, this is the crazy thing about the schedule, C-Dub. Iowa State has one road trip, or excuse me, leaves the state of Iowa one time until October 15th, and that's wow. to go to Lawrence. So... It sets up super favorably, in my opinion, thank, for a young thank team. Thank God that we don't play Northern Iowa. Praise no. the Lord. Southeast Missouri, who is horrible. So lock that up already. Wow. Like that, honestly, last year started way too stressful for everybody. Like that, that was the, that was the. Well, and you couldn't, you just can't so, enjoy that game. It was a horror. Ah, and if that, I hate that game. That was the whole year though. Just, you were on yeah. edge pretty much every single game except for UNLV when everybody was plastered and. Yeah, and that gambling. was a blowout. That yeah, was a blowout. Um, so Southeast And then that freaking game day. You know, like once game day announced, they were oh, going. Yeah. Just like, God, yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was a very stressful couple of weeks there. So, Southeast Mo, September third. Again, how's uh, Iowa? Iowa is they're okay. They're yeah. decent. Yeah, I mean they're they're pretty typical. They're typical Iowa. Defense is going to be really good, and then offense is I don't know. I I I just. I have a hunch Brian Ferentz is really going to turn things loose on that offense. <laughs> you can't even say that with a straight face. No, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is I will I will hey, I Brian, will be favored. Brian Ferentz deserves that promotion. All right, just well, they got rid of. Uh, we had the, the the forget about the whole racial discrimination lawsuit. He does you know, and there is the coordinator. He's done a really good Any, job there. Anytime he you deserves that promotion, one hundred thirteenth in the country, you got to get a promotion. Um, but no, I mean Iowa will be favored. Absolutely, and probably they by a touchdown. Six seven. They'll be favored by a touchdown. Yeah. I would guess. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 haven't do, I haven't. I haven't done a deep dive on the Hawkeyes yet. But again, defensive metrics are no, going to be they're, great. They're. They're they're they were a ten win team a year ago. So, did they end up winning ten? Yeah, they won eleven. No, because they lost to Kentucky. Did they lose to Kentucky? Yeah, yeah, they, they did lose. I'm sorry, yeah. they won ten games though. All right, like you can say what you want, but it's they won a, ten it's, games. It's one of those games. It's like, damn it, can we beat them once? Like on like I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not going to make or break the season. <laughs> Wait, but. It takes me leaving the state. Then damn it, I'll then leave the go, state go every year. Then you go Outer Banks. Just yeah. get the Airbnb. If I never have to attend get another Cyhawk game yeah, the rest I, of my man. life, then so be I'm it. I'm not going either. I'm going to watch that yeah. one. Screw that. I'm not going to be in Iowa City. Sorry. just don't have any interest. I, um, you throw Milwaukee's best at me, I'm done. Ohio, back in Ames on the 17th. Is Frank Solich still there? 
I believe he is. He's like oh, the this oldest. Is great. I like. I think he's the oldest. One of the oldest coaches still kicking. Guy would be like an icon at Nebraska if they would have kept him no, based on the last. They did not. Years. I think he's still there. Hold on, Frank Solich is no. He's not. No, oh, that's a shame. They have a new coach. Who's that? I don't know. Is Philip Bates still the quarterback? Philip Bates not. Then who's that? That that they running Bo back? Bo Blankenship. Bo Blankenship. <laughs> the, the fanatic will appreciate it. If you know who Bo Blankenship yeah, is, you, you, you are loving life. You're right. listening to the right podcast. Yes, Ohio football coach is not Frank Solich. It is Tim Albin. No idea. All right, so so they're coming to Ames though. That's the first three weeks. Uh, then Baylor and Ames. Right. Baylor and Ames. And uh, you could argue, I saw this ranking, top 10, top 10. I'd like a bye week at some point. Yeah. But so go ahead. Let me, let me throw the top 10 coaches in the Big 12. They had a random number one, which I think is interesting. Lincoln Riley's gone. Mm-hmm. I think Campbell's in the top three. He's in the top three. He's probably not. Nobody would rank him number one, but he should definitely be in the top three. And then Mike Gundy's your other argument. Gundy's number one. I would put Gundy ahead of Aranda probably, but it has been impressive what Aranda has done. No, I'm not arguing that. I think Gundy has to be number one. So let me. We don't really know about the TCU and Tech guys. It's definitely not the Texas guy. Right. Um, Leipold's fine, but he's not climbing. I mean, no. he's okay. So, yeah. So, here are, they do have odds for, to win the Big 12. Campbell had to these? have been third if that. Yeah, I would put Campbell at two or three. I mean, I just don't know how you don't put Gundy one, but. Yeah, I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. But then Miranda and Campbell. Yeah, two, well, three. yeah, I think that, I, I don't think anybody can really fine. argue that either yeah. way. Can you, okay, let's see. I'm just blind stab in the dark here because it, it relates to my Baylor discussion. Uh, how would you how would you rank the Big Twelve odds wise for the coming football season? These are out. Oh, you can God. you can gamble on these to win the league. To win the league, uh, Iowa State was second. Remember, Iowa State was second last year behind Oklahoma. Is going to be still good. Yep, they are plus one seventy five. Yeah, that's not surprising, and that's crazy when you consider how everything that they lost that Including they would the still coach. that they would still. I mean, they both of those quarterbacks. They had two Heisman contending quarterbacks at one time last year. <laughs> so Venables, new coach. Yeah. And then um, they got the offensive coordinator Texas from Ole Texas is going to be number two. Texas is two at plus 210. Because of all the transfers. Um, yep. I don't really know on Oklahoma State yet. Like, They're third at five to one. They have to be. Um, Baylor. Baylor's fourth at seven to one. Okay, so I'm four for four. This feels yep. good right yep. now. Makes me feel better about my life. Yep. Um. Now where do you go? But this, because this relates to the schedule discussion. This is why I'm doing this. Yeah, you're making your point. You're making your point very well. It's not Iowa State, but they're right there with whoever is going to be here. It is Iowa State. Is it really? Iowa State's fifth at 13 to 1. And that's a huge massive respect to Matt Campbell right there. With everything that, that, I mean, that, 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 that right there, Bloom, is Vegas saying. Tip the cap. Yeah, you guys should really appreciate your coach right now. So Iowa State's thirteen to one, and then it's TCU's eighteen to one. West Virginia's at thirty. I figured West Virginia may be a little higher with their quarterback upgrade. Yeah, so they just got JT Daniels from Georgia. Yeah, and do you know who their new uh, coordinator is for offense? It's um, Graham Harrell. Yeah, yes, from Thank USC. Texas Tech tie. Yep, that. but he's the USC. That's where he came from. Uh, West Virginia's and thirty JT to one. JT Daniels. He worked with him, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, K State's forty to one. Tech is also forty to one, and Kansas is off. That the board. Tech game last year. Do you ever get like nightmares? Yeah, about it? I, the the kid got drafted. The freaking kicker got drafted. So it had to remind us. Yeah, Garibay. What did, it was an eighty-three yard field goal. Ninety-one. We're gonna tell our grandkids someday. I was Ninety-one there. into Bloom's the like I was there. Ninety-one into the wind. <laughs> there, the tumbleweeds were blowing on the field that day. Well, do you know what they call a windstorm down in Lubbock? I'm not making this up. Well, yeah, it's when the it looks like a tornado. Yeah, right. right but there's a there's a yeah. there. So I've talked to my guy Brett McIntyre about this. There's a there's a uh, a term, and again, I took meteorology, so I know this. The term is I'm not making this up. It's a haboob. 
Really? H-A-B-O-O-B. Haboob. I'll be damned. A windstorm. He kicked it into a haboob, and he made it. So, Chris, so if you look at the schedule, Iowa State's the fifth fifth best odds in the conference, which I think is interesting because if you look at Iowa State's schedule, there is an argument that can be made. Iowa State can start this year 5-1 and one pretty easily, right? I mean, like is if you beating get, Baylor considered easily for this team? I think I think it's a, I think it's a toss up in Ames. You th- what's the line on that game right now? I think it's I think Iowa State by a two. No way. Yeah. No way. Bohannon's gone. Bohannon just transferred to South the, Florida. The other guy beat him out. I know he beat him out. I'm saying Iowa State's favorite. The other guy's a four star. Beat him out. Can you mark this on the track? Iowa State. <laughs> when the line comes out on September 18th, Iowa State will be favored against Baylor. Okay. You, you write it down. I'm not taking I'm, I'm right. I will remember because I remember everything. So, <laughs> we, have, we have great podcast yeah, listeners. People remind us. Some, yeah, somebody remi- I've only had two Cody Rose. Yeah, well, somebody I make. I have this, I'm on my third. Yeah, but this. Will somebody put this on the public record? Iowa State one and a half on September 18th against Baylor. Yeah. So they, I think Iowa State has a better chance to beat Iowa on the road than Baylor. I. Until I see that one. Um, so no, I'm serious. Okay. though. just like the style of play. But point you're is, more conducive to pull off an upset against Iowa. You're beating Southeast Missouri. You're beating Ohio. Iowa's whatever. And then you beat Baylor. And I'm giving. I'm just saying. Or, or, or Iowa. Then you're in the top twenty-five. You're three and one or four and zero. Oh. I and mean, then you go to Kansas. Okay. I mean, Leipold, man, that's my guy. Yeah, he's going to win some games this year, but I don't. I think Iowa State's going to be favored there. The NIL program that Kansas has going behind the scenes is unreal. For basketball. Uh, they're getting it in football, too. Oh but gosh. Well, I'll believe that when I see it when they actually start pr- production. So, at Kansas, and then K-State at home. So you're, This is Kansas's year. <laughs> but you're, I think you're joke. staring at... All right. You're staring at 4-2 and two right off the, the top by falling out of bed. I'll go 3-2. and two. Oh, wait, you said 4-2 four four and two in the first six. I think you're looking at four and two at, at worst. Yeah, I and think I'm you're not, actually right. I'm, I'm not trying I'm right to, there with you. I'm not trying to put undue expectations here, but I think if you're starting to talk about over under total, well, and then you get K State. I mean, well, that's the same. That's the, yeah, oh, that's, that's, uh, that's I'm four sorry. and two. I'm sorry. At yeah. worst, could be five and one. <laughs> All right, then you get Texas and Oklahoma and Austin and then Ames. And the Ames is finally night. get the bye week. Yeah, and after the, Texas, the Oklahoma game's a Thursday night in Ames. I'd take that bye week a little earlier if I could, yeah, but beggars can't be choosers. Yep. So I think both those, you're probably an underdog. West Virginia at home's a good draw. Yep. Uh, at Stillwater, that's probably a loss. That's tough right now. And then Tech at home's a good draw. Yep. And who knows what you're going to get at TCU. Who knows? Man, okay, so this leads us to this question. Where do you put the, the, the over-under? Now, I had a conversation with a really close friend, mm-hmm. and... I said, because he asked me the same thing. He goes, what do you put the over-under at? And I said, I would put it at five and a half. I would pound the over, was my analysis on it. You believe when you break down this schedule more, and, and I, but I will say, in my defense, Bloom. You're just I, looking at yeah, roster. In, and- in my defense, I didn't know about the odds to win the Big 12. So that would probably make me lean that that number will be a bit higher. Yeah. Maybe six and a half. I'd say, I was going to say my my number, six and a half, seven. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll... Right on the edge. I don't think it's north of seven. It's that not north seems, of seven. Seems like six and a half, or you might get a six out there with like like a minus 125, yeah, like 130. Or or something. Yeah, yeah. where you're going to have to pay some juice. But I didn't... See, I didn't have that information that you... So privy br- to. Bring to the, bring to the podcast. But I, I told my friend, I said... I'll put it at five and a half, and his response to me was, if that's the case, we're getting on a plane to Vegas and we're flying straight to Circa, and we're pounding the over. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think based on May 9th, what we are today, May 8th, I would say it's going to a bowl game next year. Bring it on. Yeah. And, and and that'll be a year where any bowl game seems like a huge win. So I think it, I think yeah. this year has a chance to be really fun from that aspect. And I don't know. I mean, high end for Iowa State. They're still going to be picked fifth, probably in the Big Twelve. So, you know, but I don't know. I mean, it could be a fun year. I think the schedule sets up. If you can knock off Baylor, Iowa, I'm going to put those two as the swing games early. Turn, you know, get some momentum, get in the top twenty-five at that point. 
and then we'll see. I I'm I'm hook, line, and sinker bought into the Hunter Decker's hype. By the way, based off of some of the stuff X has been telling me, because I, I can talk about yeah. X like he's a personal no, he's, he's, friend. He's, now. Well, he's a he's a colleague, he's an employee. Yeah, kidding. Just stop it. Don't tweet at me. <laughs> no, I think people he's a phenomenal dude and. We're so lucky. Like he's gonna do a bang up job on this podcast. I, I just, but I think for people out but, there, but it's like, apparently Decker's is just slinging it, and he's a natural leader. And the dudes, you got to remember, he's been learning behind Purdy, who's like a freaking quarterback coach. It's bizarre that there's a new quarterback not named Brock Purdy. Yeah, I mean, it's been he started. 40, what was the number? 43 games at Iowa State, mm-hmm. which is amazing. So it'll be, there's a lot of new, including quarterbacks, the prime position, but there's new everywhere. It's going to be a fascinating year. I, I I think it'll be fun. I think the defense will be really interesting, though. It's like, uh, you know, it's like the hangover. It's like I'm, anything can happen. I'm way into- more optimistic about the offense, believe it or not. And I, again, the, like. I am I will, this is a conversation for another day. Yeah, we, we're pushing it. However, hour. the offense still finished 18th in the country in yards for play last year. Just going to leave it at that. <laughs> no. I, what I know I, they weren't. They weren't. They uh, what I'm saying enough, is they didn't score enough points, which is the goal. I, I honestly, the reason I said believe it or not wasn't even what you're saying. It was to replace Purdy, Paul, yeah. Kohler, all, all those guys, and like, and I'm still pretty confident in them. I think that they're going to be pretty good offensively. Special teams could be a roller coaster. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Hold on for dear life. Oh, boy. It can't be any worse. It's May 8th. Here come the hire a special teams coach. <laughs> Tweets. It's going to be a fun year. It's like, again, like hangover. You know, you might run into Mike Tyson. Who knows? Uh, last Have you but, seen that movie? Is that one of the ones you've seen? Him see yeah, I've seen that. Okay. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Yeah. Last but not least, uh, we're going to push to next week. I want to get Bloom's takes on no more flop warnings. We'll do that Perfect. next week. I don't want to do it now. Yeah. Uh, we did get some good recommendations. I haven't gotten back to these emails yet. So if you emailed us about the uh, Cyclone Fanatic Roadshow, I promise I'll hit you back. Last week was crazy for me. Um, I, I will get back to you. If you guys are interested in hosting a party for your town, please email me, Chris and Williams at CycloneFanatic.com. Thinking we're going to do four of these. Uh, one of them will be at LeClaire, Iowa, at the Mississippi River Distilling. Perfect. Which we did last year. Um, one of them is going to be for sure in my hometown of Clarinda, Iowa and Southwest Iowa. Now I want to, I want to do these in some obscure places and Clarinda would definitely be one. We can draw a lot from Western Iowa. Uh, you have a contact you told me about in Omaha. So yeah. we're, we're thinking about going the guy in, out there. Yeah. We're thinking about invading the state of Nebraska. We'll get Rosenfels there for one of these. Yeah. And then I, I want to do. I, I was thinking like up in the Humboldt type area. I'm okay. I want to get different areas of the state, yeah. right? Where we can draw. Humboldt be good. So we'll we'll see. But yeah, we we've got a lot of uh, the some fellas wanted us to come up to Laporte City, but that's going to be too short of a turnaround, <sighs> guys. Tough. Yeah, that's where I got my first dog. How about that breeder up in Laporte City? Hey, believe it or not, I'm still big in Bedford. <laughs> I don't think Bedford's got the population. <laughs> we'll just go to the Junction Cafe and eat pie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll go eat some fried. How about this? When we go to the Clorinda stop, we'll go to the Junction Cafe. On the way down? It will have a, yeah, well, All right. I'll let Betty know or whatever her yeah, name yeah. is that yeah, we're going to be stopping remembers. by for some cold beers Perfect. and some pie. Love it. New Market, Iowa's got some great bars. Yeah. Hey, man, we, could just, we should do, should we do the Cyclone Fanatic Southwest Iowa? I, dude, you name, name is Southwest Iowa Town. I've been to their bar. I mean, it seems like it's perfect. I've always wanted to do a Perfect thing because Zipker's from Carol. Like, I want to get a like, like a party Carol bus. To yeah, and go oh, go down. Is there enough Atlantic? Oh God! Atlantic's is there stuff. Templeton? Like, there's yeah, so many. True. There's you're, so you're many freaking spots on the way down there. God, there's a lot of good spots. That's God's country over there. I don't care what y'all say. All right, um, fun pod, Bloom. Yeah, it was fun show. to fun to do a little football. We I know. I'm mean, I'm like juiced up now. We'll Let's probably go. do. Be doing more basketball we the are, next couple of weeks. I, I put this out there. We are closer, everybody, to the first full college football Saturday as of Monday last week than we were at the end of last season. We are over the hump. Over the hump, baby. But summer, we still get to enjoy summer first. Thank yeah, God. Thank God. Yeah. We, first uh, softball game for my team was last Monday. 
and it was like 40 and sleeting. Yeah, this it's going to be 92. What are we doing? On Monday. Come on, McIntyre. <laughs> Fix your weather machine. <laughs> Poor girls. They're freezing their little rears off, and now they're going to be like, sweaty. we need water. <laughs> All right. Good stroke. Have a great week, everybody. Something about it, devouring delicious sins that we did on the vine.